0: Hey guys, I'm Tim Dormer and welcome to the next episode of Pop Sugar Australia's pilot season of podcast which explores life after reality TV. I'll be your host for the season and some of Australia's most recognised and notable contestants from shows like Big Brother, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. They're going to be joining me to talk about the impact of sudden fame and what happens after the limelight dims. In this episode, we are talking to Ryan Gallagher. Talk about the limelight not dimming yet. He is from this year's Married at First Sight, a big reality TV show everyone in Australia got crazy about. We're going to hear his story G'day, Ryan. Welcome to our podcast uh, podcast. Hey, Timmy. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. I'm excited to chat to you because we've chatted to a lot of people who are a bit further down the reality TV road. And I guess for you, you're in the thick of it. You're on a national tour at the moment, uh, stand up tour that mm. came off the back of being on a reality show. Like, I'm fascinated by you because you seem to be handling it all really well. And um, I guess everyone's watching, you're in the headlines um, at the moment a lot.
1: I don't try to be in the headlines. It's just other people from the show seem to put me in the headlines. (laughs) But Stand-up comedy is um, a very hard thing to do. You have to um, sort of... Work your butt off for it. It's not just work your arse off. You've also got to be in the right headspace to do it. It's not an easy thing to stand in front of a lot of people, not be nervous... And to, to even just to the fear of making people laugh, ninety nine point nine percent of people would not be able to do it.
0: Oh, absolutely! I think you do. I couldn't do it, and I mean, coming straight off the back of a reality show where everyone is talking about you, to then being that vulnerable. Position up on stage. Almost wants you to fail. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And yeah. we're, we're going to talk about this because you've copped a bit of flack in the press about um, you doing the stand-up tour. But first, let's let's rewind. Uh, we haven't done Married at First Sight yet. Oh. What what does Ryan want to do with
1: with his life? Why did you apply for reality TV? Um, actually, I got asked to do it. I was one of those ones that was scattered mm-hmm. on the street. There wasn't many of us, but there was a, a few. Yep. Um Got asked to do it, and and by that you mean someone from uh, the production company? Yeah, they sent came out, came out to to sort of scout people on the streets when they just find a random person, talk to them and say, would you love to, to be on it? And they go, oh, well, yes or no. But yep. I got asked uh, to, about a year and a half, two years ago, uh, whether I wanted to be on it, and I said yes. And then when they rang me on the Tuesday, I said no. Yeah, no, I it. Right. No and then they asked again a year ago or a year a bit ago or whatever it was. Not even a year ago, actually. What did you have hesitation over? I just knew I wasn't in the headspace already to do it. It wasn't for me then. I wasn't ready to settle down and I didn't I'd never watched a show so I had no idea and just marriage alone scared me hearing it. Yeah, <laughs> so I right. said no. And then the second time I still hadn't seen the show and I thought, bugger it, I'll give it a go.
0: So, so you weren't um, looking for love, or you were? You just thought you maybe weren't in a, a, the right mindset for, no, no, for I,
1: marriage. I definitely was looking for love. I, I, well, not just love. I was looking for a partner. Yeah, so love is a stronger word. I was looking for someone to share a partnership with. I, um, I was in now, a stage. That's an where interesting
0: I, point in itself. I mean, I would have thought it's so about marriage. You kind of, I, could, I don't know, you'd be open to the love side I of definitely it, open. but then. No, 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 but I think you're right. A lot of people maybe it's not wrong to say that you weren't looking for love. But you, you wouldn't expect to find it on a reality TV show. Is that
1: I also think people that say they're looking for love don't usually find it because they're putting too much pressure on it. You're looking for yeah, someone true. because love doesn't come straight away. Love usually takes six months to a year yeah, before yeah. you even say I love you. So yeah. if you're jumping to the guns maybe a week. I don't know, but it doesn't usually come that quick. So say you're looking for love is, is a bloody hard thing to find. But if you're looking for someone to develop into that, it's it's much better. I know that sounds very company.
0: No, awesome. no, it, it, <laughs> that's what I like about you. you. You actually are very switched on and, and you know, I guess, you're aware of your own feelings and you you have a good concept of uh, reality TV and I guess that game, the circus that's involved, I, I get that vibe <laughs> off you. It's a and fun it, circus. <laughs> it, 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 and it can bite you or you can be the ringmaster yeah. and control it and I, I think you're kind of learning along the way how to do that. Um I, let's go back to sort of your initial um, hesitations over the show and, and, and what actually made
1: you then agree to do it. Yeah. What what was it that it was a reality TV show? I, this, this end of the year before, I remember just going out with a a mate, well, few mates and they were a bit younger than me and I just, think, I just thought to myself, I don't want to be here anymore and yeah. I was just bloody over it. And then I literally just from, I think it was about New Year's to, I don't know, maybe mid-January, I just went, I don't want to do this anymore. And I even went to Vegas mid-year and didn't even drink. Yeah, we wow. are. And I went there for a bucks party. So you were ha- you were having a bit of a lifetime sort of what I do just I do? didn't like doing it anymore. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't. I, I was over that stage. And what were you doing at the time? Uh, I was a you- tradie. Yeah, right. Right. So I was I was I was doing that. And I I mean I was and I was over that. I, I really was. I'd been mm. doing that for ten years. And mm. I was just I was over it. I didn't want to do it anymore. And and when this came, it sort of just fell into place. It does seem like a lot of people we've chatted to that have um, signed up for reality TV,
0: they're at a stage in their life where they're open for a new opportunity and that's what it does provide. It really
1: does yeah. straight away change the direction of your life. Yeah, well, I um, I was just about turned 30 uh, and yeah. I was 29, so I I just I knew at that point, my dad always said, when you're 30, you should know what you want to do with yourself. And I uh, six months or a year before that, I just did not want to do it. I, I wasn't happy doing what I was doing anymore. I used to love it. I strive to get my business up and then as soon as I... Got to the stage where I didn't want to do it. I knew I wasn't, you know, mm. I didn't shouldn't be doing it. And then when this happened, I you couldn't be on. I couldn't have my business and be on the show at the same time because you got two months off where you're not allowed to work, can't be taking and doing too many emails, phone calls. And I thought, look, I'm just going to fold it. So I did. Yeah, right. I'm well, proud as happy.
0: Yeah, good on you. I guess that's that's what the journey is all about, isn't it? You just got to take opportunity when mm. it comes to you. Um, Tell us about the, the, I guess, the nature of the show for people that haven't seen Married at First Sight or didn't watch your season. Right. Because it was quite interesting what happened to you uh, the first few weeks. It, it all just kind
1: of exploded really quickly. Um, yeah, tell us. What happened? How long have we got? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. You basically, you, uh, you sign up for what they call Married at First Sight and you get put at the end of an altar. And you stand there And obviously when you're walking down You see they're half of the family on the left So look at the mother-in-law No, no, she was alright And then, my, was, Well on my side I looked and, and I remember walking down The first two rows I didn't know the people I was like she not got friends I don't even know they are. So I kept walking, and they end up in media. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, at the end of the aisle, um, you look down. I was trying, to... and she had all these beautiful girls on her side. I'm thinking, what the money hell is going to walk down here? Yeah, and um, and her mum was lovely. Her mum said, hey, you nervous, darling," and stuff, and she was yeah. quite nice to me. So I was, I, I was feeling all right. I wasn't that nervous, to you the truth. I was more excited. Yeah, it was a it's, a. it's not a normal thing to do, and to be put in that position in front of a lot of people. That's that's a. I mean. Kudos to everyone that did it because it's it's not it's not an easy thing. Yeah, wow. And is there a part of you going, this could
0: end up being a long term thing? Like as as Hoping. as weird and as unnatural as that is, you've got total strangers at your wedding. You're meeting the family before you've even met the the bride. Uh, are you hopeful? Like, did you actually believe, or, or are you just thinking? I'm being filmed right now. This is this go time. I've got to give them good
1: material. But at the same time, this is why people have a go a bit at the experts, and they say, "Oh, they still haven't got one after the thing." But you look how many people you meet, and they're picking one out of millions that all of a sudden you're going to hit it off with. Mm, it is mm. a very hard thing to do. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and it's not like you walked in the aisle and you hate them. Like, it's, it, they actually do all right, but I, they don't know us that well mm. to know exactly what we're like. They mm. didn't spend, they don't live with you for a week before to find out what you're like. So, yeah. when you're saying with the cameras on, that was the first time the cameras are on you. Yeah. So, it is, you, do, you are very aware they're there, yep. and it does take a bit of your mind to say, oh, crap, where are they? What are they watching? Or my mic. But you get used to that, as you'd know you actually had to make sure yours was on <laughs> yeah. as you get in trouble. I, I guess it's, for me, the cameras were behind the, the yeah, walls of, of
0: the Big Brother house when I did reality What about when you having a leak? Yeah, yeah. There's a camera in, <laughs> in the bathroom just to check that we're not locking ourselves in there or oh, whatever. Really anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not at all as a vulnerable position, I think, as, as sort of uh, getting married on television. Um, but- quickly the rest of the show kicks in and uh, what the show's about is can this relationship stay together Uh, I mean you were hopeful that Davina
1: was going to be like you, you put a lot into it didn't you oh I guess she did too I think everyone went on to sort of put their lives behind them to see if they could do it yep um but yeah, it is. It's, everyone put just as much in, and if they don't work, it's not a bad thing for each of the people. Like, yeah. it's not. It's not it, someone's a bad person. It just didn't work. Yeah, it's like I said, it's very difficult. So it's not Joe and Sean. They didn't work. It's not because they bad people that they hated each other. It's just because they just couldn't do it and they walked off.
0: I guess what's different to real, yeah, yes, it is like real life that that some relationships don't work for many reasons. But I guess what's different is that uh, the drama of then mm. relationships swapping and things like that that is the TV show yeah I'm interested to know like were you
1: okay with with cameras still being rolled like when you actually do get very used to them you really do even though they're there and you've got them all around you at the dinner table because you're not focusing on them and they're sort of back a bit Mm. that's why people they say things and, and they were doing things it's because you do forget they're there they're just in the background. And because you're making eye contact with people and you did, your mind just turns off mm. and you're enjoying yourself, it literally mm. is like being at a restaurant. restaurant but are, lot you, of people are you sick of putting your, your relationship or your, your heart out there to be sort of discussed And The worst thing is now girls like to come up and like throw their friends at me. She's single, take her. But the way I look at it, I don't want to just marry her because you put her in front of me. I, I can't do that. And that just keeps happening to me. Because you feel horrible going, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> you're lovely, but you're just not Yeah, familiar. You can't explain it. But they're buying tickets to your stand-up
0: shows. Sometimes, guess, yeah. <laughs> they're your audience, I guess, at this stage, and, and they love you. Like, you are really well-liked. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Do you think that is because of the rejection on the show and what you went through and how you handled that?
1: Look, uh, and that's the other thing. People say, oh, look. Dave sort of gave you a card where you can, you sort of looked good. It's the way you handle things that portrays the person, Mm -hmm. not the actual situation you're given. So, for people listening that didn't watch the show, Davina, who's
0: Ryan's lovely wife. Yeah, lovely wife on the show, um, chose a different contestant on the show Hmm. um, halfway through. Halfway through. Conveniently. It's just fascinating. Like, none of that happened in my experience of reality TV. Like, it was all just
1: light-hearted <laughs> entertainment on Big Brother. There's something else that never happened before. I got a tattoo with her the day before. Did you? That one and that one, yeah. So... Oh, the, their tattoos? Yeah, that's got her sleeve in the sleeve. Her. And then that she drew that on and they tattooed over it. Wow. So that was nice of her because she'd actually been on a date with him the day before. So, wait, are you... Delusional that yes. you you really believed that she was solid, like that the relationship was. It was far too early on, like three, yeah. three, three and a half weeks in. You know you do that, but I, I mean, I've just I don't know. But you're getting a tattoo of the chick. Got a tattoo three weeks in. <laughs> like it's yeah, a bit, it's a bit silly, but I've always been like that. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> so I've got you are. Like, I think on me, it's that, not
0: really a bad thing. That's why people love you, I guess. Like, like I relate to that. That's that's how I played it, and I, I just think back to my experience on Big Brother and the the circus that was the few months afterwards where it's just there's not a day where there's not a headline that you mentioned in. Going through that right now. You are. Mm. I, I, I'm seeing it. And I just wonder, knowing what I know now and the dust has settled and I kind of have got my real life, private life back, it, yeah, it's fascinating to talk to you in the midst of it and wonder, Um, well, not do you have regrets, but... it. Are you doing okay with it? Is this everything that you wanted? Is this why you signed up for the show? No,
1: it's definitely not. I didn't expect any of this. No, mm-hmm. no I didn't think it was going to be like that. I don't think anyone on that show, if they said it was going to be like they are lying because we didn't think it was him. Yeah. I didn't watch the season before until I was on my honeymoon I was watching on my iPad to sort of get the gist of what was happening. Yeah, right, yeah. And then, no, it did explode. Like it was ridiculous. Everyone was talking about Married at First Sight. We were going to NRL, the NRL football launch, and apparently they requested we be there because all the players talk about it for five yep. minutes in the shed on the on the sheds wow. Monday morning, and it just people like I, I had eighty year old men come up to me saying, they, "Are you an actor? Mm. Like, mm. were you acting on that?" And I was thinking, "How the hell do you even watch this?" Everyone was just different genres of people were watching it. Yeah, ridiculous.
0: Well. I, I guess you are an entertainer and, and the show's over and um you you wanted to make the most of it. I guess you could have
1: uh, hide hid away from the spotlight. Or paid for paparazzis and done all that business and sold stories. Never done it once. Yeah, right. Very proud of that. The thing with me, I'm not trying to stay in the media, I'm doing stand up yep. comedy. That's not that's not on T tele- yeah. V, it's not televised, it's 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 not on a radio station, it's nothing. It's just people to buy tickets and go there. That's not that's not publicity. Yeah. I'm trying to do my own thing. And and it, you think it is just about <clears throat> that 15 minutes of fame, Oh, pres- people are really just trying to extend that for as long as they can? Only, you can count them on one hand who have just been okay with going back to what they want to do or, yeah. or move away from that stuff, but it's just these others that just get a taste of it. They just want to hold on for everything. Yeah. It's not something I want to do. We got warned about all this, but you've got to even watch text messages send to each other. I, don't, I trust a few, but like I said, wow. very small. I guess for people that don't have a. Oh, I shouldn't say that, not. Don't have a talent,
0: but don't have an act, don't have a have a job. For you, you can be a stand up comic and sell tickets. Try. All they have is. You're trying. <laughs> <laughs> all they have, I guess, is that, to, to stay relevant, is to keep the drama of the show going.
1: And. Uh, That's what the problem is. And, and I want to live forever and it's not going to... I was okay with... If I, everything backfired, I was happy to go back to being a tradie. Quite yeah, happy and didn't bother yeah, me.
0: Very true, what you're <laughs> saying. And it's definitely the whole experience of what I went through. Like, I I did some work TV presenting and, and, and radio hosting, which is what I did before Big Brother. And I, I just felt, though, that the industry maybe never took me seriously doing those things because they saw me as someone from Big Brother, didn't know that I did it before the show. Yep. And you've copped a lot of flack for this comedy tour. Oh, yeah. And people who have been on reality TV shows themselves sort of questioning why you would want to be um, or, or questioning your motives for doing the shows. And Do people just want reality TV stars to disappear it's
1: almost they love you until the show ends and they just turn. It's the fickle nature of <laughs> Go fame. for it. I'm not trying to stay in the public, public eye. Yeah,
0: I actually believe you, Ryan. I'll
1: tell the truth. Yeah, mate. you're a
0: genuine. Have you got lucky, Australian guy, who's just had this amazing experience and you're just rolling with it? Yeah, I don't yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was it was. I don't regret going on it at all. Ryan, I want to know how you survived putting your heart out there and, and the emotions you must have gone through during filming. You, you can't just sort of
1: walk away mid-filming. No. Are you... Tr- well, I wanted to. It was when I wrote stay, uh, leave. and I wrote stay and she wrote leave and that was when I found out she'd been on dates with Dean. Yeah. I wanted to go but the rules of the experiment is um, if someone says stay and now says leave, you have to stay for another week. Yeah, right. And I stayed because you did the right thing by the show and I did. So that was, that was a difficult week because also that week I had to introduce to my parents. It was homestay week.
0: When you sat back and watched the show... Upon seeing the footage when it went
1: to air, do you feel like your time was portrayed accurately? Um, it, yeah, well, yeah, it was. It, it sort of portrayed me as being funny guy, and I, I like being known as that. So, no, I, I was happy with it. I wasn't upset at all. Do you ever feel like there's parts of that
0: story, and especially when it's relationship breakdown, it's all about two points of view, mm.
1: how do they accurately show both sides? They just use the important stuff for the storyline, which is what they did. They show the most interesting, and that's, and that's fair. They've got a show to make, so it's not like they they portray people that aren't really themselves, whether they edit it or not. We wear different clothes every day, so they can't go back to one thing when you said something, then say it the next one. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, cool. What's your relationship with Davina like now? <laughs> we haven't spoken since the first episode went to air. Yeah, right. And and what about Dean? Dean's alright. Yeah, guys don't hold grudges. Yeah, no, you're right. And the thing is, it. We weren't mates or anything before he did it. Yeah. It wasn't like he screwed a mate over. He, he just um, he just did a silly thing and he knows he did it. And
0: You were quite well liked out of the
1: show, but the people that were
0: on the show and the audience didn't warm to. They were kind of seen as the villains. Do you think that's a, mm. a deserved tag or do you think they went in there wanting to earn a
1: tag like that? The thing with Dav, and I'm pretty sure when she went on, the, she wanted to make a mark, which, which, shows, which she sticks out for everyone else. No, and that's what and, and why do you think she wanted... To make a mark, to be remembered. She doesn't want to be married. She's 26.
0: Yeah, like, right. She's not
1: ready. She said she's not. That's why I never really had a crack.
0: It, it means it It didn't hurt as much, I guess, nah, then? I didn't love
1: her. Like, I'd yeah. known her for three and a half weeks, so it wasn't like my heart was breaking out of my chest. Mm. Well, that was the end of the end. Is that a decision you made um,
0: doing reality TV that you didn't want to behave in a way that was just to
1: to be memorable. I went on there to be myself and that was it. Yeah. And I did that and I'm proud of myself for doing it. That's all. I, I never act like anyone else. I don't yeah. want to impress anyone. I just want to be myself. If you don't like me for that, either you walk off or I'll walk off. I don't really care either way. Yeah. I'm me. Be happy.
0: It sounds like there's a, like, not <clears throat> exhaustion, but you just... You're fed up with with that side of it. But you, you know that some of them are just there to kind of well, create I've got,
1: drama and I've whatnot, got, and you, st- you stay away from it. I've got one more, sh- uh, two, four more shows in Perth, which I'll have a couple of obviously jokes and stuff with Dave in there, but then they're cut, they're gone. So I'll be back to just doing my own. Oh, like, you don't want to talk about it anymore. Feeling, nah, I'd love to just take it out now. <laughs> yes,
0: How are you okay about it? Like, a, uh, what, what do you say to yourself
1: to, to make sense of it all? Um, I see. We got trained very well. The, the people that were behind uh, the show, Endemol Shine, they they weren't new to it. They they told us what was going to happen. They they prepared us very well for it. And by the end of the show, and all these coming out, I, I just know not to talk about them or read them. I mean, that's- yeah, fake news. Well, yeah,
0: it, reputation is everything, I guess, and and perspective is reality. Like what people think of you or what they're
1: fed, I guess. Tells I didn't the know story. how much the media portrayed everything until I got into this.
0: Yes, it hurts. Uh, a, a little when it's fake but it must then hurt a lot more when they're
1: when they're criticising your work correct I'm slogging it I'm learning more and more every show I'm yep. just doing it in front of more people it's 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 extremely hard I've got more pressure on my back I know who I am very happy with it and bugger them. good on ya <laughs> but the thing with my comedy though I'll say it before anyone else ever will yeah I'll put myself down all the time and I pay out myself. And there's a little about jokes about Dave and all that in there, but myself, I nail every time. Mm. And so
0: what, you'll finish this tour about Marriott First Sight and then you're ready to
1: Move start on. putting your own content out there. And one more weekend, four shows, and then my first big Sydney shows. <laughs> yeah, good on you. And, and you're loving it? like the- Absolutely loving it. When you're on stage, it's a great feeling. God, it's good. Even when like, you get a bit nervous while you walk out the curtain, but the thing I always say to myself is when you're 80 and you look back, and if I pulled out, I'd be so angry with myself. So yeah. I just think of that and throw nerves, guys, push myself out there. And then when I'm out on stage, I just lose it. I just lose all my nerves and it's just fun. Yeah. So you get that first laugh. It's just, it's amazing. And it must be great um, having your audience there in the room. Like the mm. people who
0: are buying tickets, they're, they're your supporters. And I mean, they've come to see the guy that they watched on the show, the guy that they follow on social media. Do you feel like that? What is your relationship with those? Do you call them fans? Are they.
1: What do you I'm think about those fans? A fans a bit narcissistic. No, I, 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 and that's the thing. After the show, I go and spend like an hour with them and, yeah. and get photos, and I talk to them. If they want to ask me anything, they they can. And we do a Q and A at the end. Where they ask me whatever they want as well. They're really nice. You don't pull the old Russell Brand and take a girl back in nah, green room, do you? None of that business. My <laughs> green rooms aren't like Russell Brands, I'm sure. Mine just look like the cleaning closet. But surely there's a lot of single girls there that... Oh, God, yeah. But that's what I was saying before. They push them at you and they go, oh, why don't you want her? Well, I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> How is the love life? Are you looking at the moment or... Oh, definitely looking. But I'm just well, say I'm looking, I'm not like... If so, I'll know when someone walks in my life because I've done it twice with, with girlfriends of ours, when they had the two long terms and I knew straight away. And that's when I... I'll do it and no, I just haven't had that yet. Once I have it, I'll jump on it. Mm. It's fun when I go to the shows and there's all people in lines getting photos and everything, but as soon as I go back to my hotel room, it's lonely as buggery. Mm. So, I definitely want someone to go like to not just go back to my hotel room but <laughs> share dinners and <laughs> yeah, share dinners and everything else and do couple things. So, I'm um I'm definitely ready to find someone.
0: Yeah. Are you at all worried about bringing someone into that public eye that, that you, right now, the spotlight's on you if mm. you're photographed with a chick.
1: There's That's, headlines. Yeah. Does that worry you? Uh, I don't think it worries me, but it will probably worry them, I would yep. say. I, I'm yeah. used to it. They're, they're not. Do yeah. what I did and just get a boyfriend and then hide. I mean, you don't <laughs> want any photos of it. And- I've only ever been papped once, and that was all by myself, and that was at the Sydney airport. Yeah. Other than that, they don't bother me because I don't ring them. It, like you're a disruptor, which is a great thing. And, and I, I, I
0: love it that you're doing this, but uh, it's there's a bigger game at play. Like, the people are watching show business, I think they know that not all of it's real, but you got to kind of keep up the illusion, I guess, if you want to play the game.
1: Well, the thing is, the, the show obviously was real. That wasn't scripted at all. We were mm. never told to say anything or do anything, but it's the afterlife is how you handle it. And why do you think people
0: have a problem with you wanting to use the profile that the show gave you.
1: I can understand that. And I can understand that. They just I, well, Obviously, they're saying, fade back, fade back. And that's fine. I, I want to. And I, I am. I'm doing... It's not televised. I'm doing... I'm just making people laugh. And you can't pay for laughter, unless you buy a ticket to my show. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it... it it puzzles me when people
0: think that there's something fake or, or desperate about a reality
1: TV star having more than 15 minutes of fame. There's, a, there's a, uh, a good saying, this is my saying, you can copyright this if you like, I'm just an ordinary guy doing extraordinary things. That's pretty much,
0: that's where it comes from. Well, it, reality TV, it is extraordinary and, and you were just an ordinary guy that overnight... Still am, still the same old idiot always will be nothing's
1: going to change me i'm always going to be that wow.
0: idiot still well it changes a lot of people and that's why i think i find you fascinating because nah. uh, you're up against a lot at the moment and you seem to have your eye on the prize of what you want and the and criticisms not <laughs> you're not listening
1: to no, them. and you shouldn't if you, if you listen to them you're giving them what they want yeah no, just throw your phone against the wall and walk off. <laughs> okay, so then
0: advice for people watching reality TV or, or thinking that if I go on reality TV, I'll become famous and and rich and, and paparazzi will be following me around.
1: Well, I thought immediately when I knew about this show, I didn't think it was anything like this, but I thought Big Brother, they're the ones I remember. I remember looking at Big Brother people and thinking, oh, crap, they're famous. I remember I went to a pub once and they were they were on stage and they were there as, like, their appearance. Mm. And I was like, holy crap, there they are. And that's that was famous to me. But oh, yeah. And I, I didn't know it was popular. I had no idea. Or just And it just absolutely exceeded everything I thought it was going to be. Well, you're
0: in a unique situation. And I think it's because of you, like, your personality. I, I don't believe that it is handed to you. I think that mm. you are unique. Like, I, I'm so interested to to watch you over the next year and sort of see what happens and and if you can shake that maths tag, Married yeah. at First Sight. Yeah. For me personally, I don't think I'll ever shake the Big Brother tag and it's something that I, I've settled within myself. Um, It'll that, always be there, but you're not Tim Dorn from Big Brother, I don't think. I, I guess a long time has passed, Um but but there is a tag, a reality TV tag, that if you were to stick around, mm. to shake that, not many
1: people have. Like Look at it this way, though. You'll always be known as the first thing you came yep. to the public. Live life how it's coming, and if things get offered to me or, or I, I do things, I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to take those opportunities. You'd be stupid not to. So, yeah, if anyone... I mean, if people are angry at me for doing it, then I'm sorry, but... Strap yourself in; it's going to be a ride.
0: (laughs) You're not going anywhere. Okay, so what do you do when you do need to switch off?
1: I go down to my parents' property. Yeah, I go down to the farm. You literally just go in a paddock and do my own thing. Yep. Cut firewood. Plus, there's hardly any reception, so you can't get phone calls.
0: How do you go with the social media stuff? Like, do you are you reading all the comments? Uh,
1: Is it is it a big part of what you do to, to kind of keep that going? I try and keep up with the comments. It's, it's difficult sometimes because I'm busy, but other than that, I, I try and look. Um, mm. It is interesting, and if I can reply to people I do, yep. if they ask me genuine questions and stuff, I, I do reply, and I like to hear from them. So it's... Um, no, it's... it's it, it. Social media is... When I was going through that, that was what sort of made me feel good because they were writing me lovely things. So the fans are definitely important. Mm. Very. I don't think I'll ever consider them fans, are like I said, it's a bit narcissistic.
0: I, I agree. I've always had the people trouble with calling people fans.
1: Just want to laugh. That's what they want. So I'm, yeah. I'm give them to them.
0: Yeah. I'm just a guy that they're watching almost. I'm just taking them along for the ride, I guess. Like, that's how I've always sort of seen it. <laughs> well, that's exactly right, yeah. Okay, so what happens in a few years' time if you're not getting asked for photos? Does not bother me. Wouldn't bother you? No. For me, that's been the process of life after reality TV is that, the ups and the downs, and kind of riding it. Sometimes you're in, sometimes you're you're out, and it's it it is how long you want to keep playing the game. I think it, it's that. And for you, you've been active in starting a new story
1: of the exactly you right. as an entertainer. Well, I'm trying to do something with myself, and it's I just want to make people laugh, and I because I enjoy doing it so much. I really do. I love it. It gives me the biggest thrill I've ever had. I'm I'm the happiest now I've been since I can remember. It's great to hear.
0: yeah, thank you so much for coming on and and answering these questions. You're you're a good, nice guy, and I do wish you all the best with this stand up tour. And I hope you you kind kind of find your feet. And if it is the entertainment industry you want to work in, then hopefully, yeah, you you do kind of carve something out. (laughs) If they'll have me, if they'll have you, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, mate. Been a pleasure. Okay, guys, we've reached the end of this episode. Thanks for everyone listening. This podcast is available on iTunes, Acast, and all the places you normally listen to your podcast.